Hi guys, welcome back to Hot Curl Evolving. I literally just got my hair rebraided. I thought I was gonna have curly for this episode because I got to Montreal, we braided it, then they were like, actually, let's bring back the curls, and now they're like, actually, let's bring back the braids. Thought I wasn't gonna film today because the natural light went down, but I was like, you know what? This is a cute apartment and it still looks cute at night. So let's get into it. So usually my therapist and I kind of stay in contact throughout the week and I'll like voice memo her things that are coming up for me. And I had sent her this voice memo and then left it and didn't really like listen to her response until um, this weekend. And it was so interesting because I, on the weekend I make it a priority to like wake up, turn on my sound bath, meditate, journal, and just like have a moment with myself before I really begin my day and like look on my phone and you know do our normal human things. I had put on this sound bath and it was like a 111 sound bath and it's so weird because I have like been listening to this specific guy's sound baths for so long like I, I always turn his on and this was the first one that had kind of like an intro to it and he talked about he was like when I was in a really low period of my life I started to see the number you know 111 and he was like, I saw it repeating in license plates, uh, you know, street signs and like on the clock and just different things. And it's like, he's like, these are reminders that like, you know, you are guided and your angels are with you. And like, you're exactly where you're meant to be. And right when I heard you are exactly where you're meant to be, I, you know, was, I brought out my journal and it was, you are exactly where you're meant to be. And that was just exactly what I needed to hear at the time, which was like a couple days ago because I had just been feeling so like out of control of my own emotions and like I usually I take pride in the fact that I can like meditate and journal and kind of like keep this peace of mind but I really have been like kind of off my rockers like I've been like I am so beyond anxious and so beyond stressed about things that are out of my control and like it's really like hard for me to even wind down like it's really important to like regulate and calm your central nervous system and I was just like I need to get to that place again where I can calm down it starts with like the fact that I'm you not able to fall asleep and then when I do fall asleep it's like a really poor quality sleep so then by the time I wake up then everything that happened during my sleep is carried with me throughout the day. And it's just this horrible cycle of never really being able to kind of like get control of your emotions. And it's so interesting because it starts with the sleep. It's like, I can't fall asleep because I'm up thinking all night and then I go to sleep and then I'm dreaming about actual things in my reality. And so then it's like, I'm not even getting a break when I'm sleeping because I'm living my, my worst nightmares in my dreams and then waking up and having to go on throughout my day with poor quality sleep, and you get what I'm saying. How do we regulate our central nervous system? I wrote here. We can sauna, massage, meditation, good sleep. You know, activities off of your phone. Meditation is really important. And then I feel like this was that first day where it was like, you are exactly where you're meant to be. Such a basic quote and such a, you know, universally known kind of thing that people say. But I really needed it in that moment. And then I, w I began my journaling. You are exactly where you're meant to be. And really feeling that you are exactly where you're meant to be. And like you are divinely guided and protected. And like the only thing that's taking away from this present moment is your desire to be 10 steps ahead. And reiterating the fact that you are exactly where you're meant to be brought me back to the present moment. And I didn't even realize I needed to hear that. I didn't even realize that it was just me not being content 
you know, with where I simply am. And then I opened my phone and I was like, you know what, this is a good time to listen to my therapist, what her response was to me after I had voice memo with her earlier in the week. And she opens the voice memo and it's talking about, you are exactly where you're meant to be and we need to get you kind of like, okay and honoring the fact that you are exactly where you're meant to be. And I was like, how did that just happen? How did I just stumble across this video that then forced me to have this realization about you are exactly where you're meant to be. And then of course, my therapist, whom I work on all this healing work with, is now also reiterating you're exactly where you're meant to be. And I was just like, okay. Then those are the moments in life where you're like, that, that was a treat. You know, that was a treat from this higher power that we don't know what's going on, but that was, that was a treat. And then let's just go to kind of what I wrote that day. I'm exactly where I need to be. It's so easy to lose sight of how far you've come and all the positive changes you've made in your life because you allow anxiety and fear to take over. I find every reason to not be present. I find every reason to worry and fear my future. I feel like it's really easy to kind of lose sight of like, the present moment. I think that's been the biggest thing that I really need to work on within myself and like what I'm working towards is entering the now and, and being in the present moment and being content with what your life is now. And it's like, it's such a difficult kind of journey and it's so, it's hard. I mean, we've already kind of gone through all the factors that kind of like make it difficult for our society to be present. During my therapy session a week ago, we did like this healing and guided meditation and it was envision this younger version of you and it was any any version of you, whatever came to mind. And it was specifically this version of me that was so positive and optimistic and confident within my abilities to, you know, achieve my goals and like, she had never been through any hardships that told her she couldn't do what she wanted to do. And it was simply just, you know, pure confidence and optimism. And like, this is my dream and this is, and I'm going to achieve my dreams. And it was so crazy to kind of like go back on that younger version of me and like almost nurture her and kind of like get some of that energy back because it was like, I needed that so badly. I needed that perseverance and that optimism and that confidence again because I feel like so many of us have you know you have all these dreams and goals at such a young age and then you kind of go through life and they get hindered because of external factors or people saying you know you can't do this or that's not the right path to go on or you know you should be more realistic or, and and all these factors that kind of you know force yourself to to think smaller and, and dream smaller and be like, yeah, maybe I should be more realistic or maybe I can't do the things that I, I thought I could do, you know, a couple of years ago. And that's a really kind of sad realization because it's, there is some reality to it. It is a very real thing that like so many of us have these goals sometimes that just maybe will never become your reality. And I, I remember talking to my siblings the other day and just reiterating how much I believe like what is meant for you will not pass you by. Like I really truly in my core believe it's impossible. And hearing that is one thing, but really beginning to believe it is another. 
And I think that goes back to, you know, you're exactly where you're meant to be. Hearing it is one thing, but believing it is another. And it's a different type of power to truly believe, you know what, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And what is meant for me will not pass me by. And believing that and, and watching your life unfold because of that is, is really special. And finding that trust and that faith in what is meant for you will not pass you by regardless of what your present day looks like and having to you know accept your present day and still be grateful and enjoy it and be present for what it is and not trying to you know be 10 steps ahead or or dwelling on what has happened and you know it's difficult there there's a lot of factors in this in this thing called life and I'm getting a little tired of it. I don't know about you. <laughs> so we went back on that younger version of me and I kind of got that energy and I honestly started crying because it was like this present version of me in that moment was so like down on myself and just, and didn't want to believe anymore. I didn't want to persevere. I didn't want to work towards any of my goals. I simply was just like, I want to give up. Um, and then like seeing that little you that's like, you have to make her proud almost. And like, remember this version that wasn't feeling what you're feeling right now? Remember this version that wasn't, you know, told she couldn't do something or wasn't confident in her abilities? Cause that version still exists. It's just these things that have happened along the way have kind of hindered you to think differently or think smaller or think less than of yourself. I really, advise you guys to try it you know put on a little frequency and guide yourself through the meditation envision a younger version of yourself take in what they have to say and then envision a future version version of yourself and take in what they have to say it's a really interesting experience because i think it's like at that point i feel like when you're really in this like deep meditation you kind of like surrender to source it's really interesting like what will come through because it's like I'm sure now if I did this meditation like it wouldn't have been that specific image of me and that specific version of my younger self it just at that time it was what I needed and I think it's really interesting that the universe will give you what you need yeah, so I wrote like, we're detaching from the outcome of where we think we should be and allowing yourself to simply be. Okay, so I, I had to challenge myself this week because I, especially if I'm put up in a little cute apartment and I'm here for work, I will gladly not leave my house. I, I won't. There's a gym across the, hello? What do I, the only thing I'm leaving for is groceries. But I was talking to my therapist and she was like, no, like you need to get outside. You need to, your one, your, my one goal for this week was, you know, getting out and forcing myself to do an activity. Cause I find that my personality, like I will stay inside if necessary. Like if I don't have to leave, why would I leave? I have a great show going. I've got snacks in the fridge. I'm set. But I was like, no, I need to force myself to get out and do something, even if it's like a workout class. So I booked this hot bar class and even like, it's so funny to notice it in myself, like the days leading up to it, like I'm like, oh my God, I have that class. And it's like, 
it is that bit of social anxiety like it's more of like this fear of when I leave my little kind of bubble that I've made for myself then I like open myself up to other people's energy and and you know experiencing situations that I'm gonna have to leave from and overthink about for like a couple hours or how many hours after and it's like that's what I try and avoid. I try and avoid situations where I'm then going to be leaving and thinking about it and overplaying and overanalyzing and wonder, was I weird or was this weird? Did they think I was mean? Blah, blah, blah. And that's where the social anxiety begins to kind of take over because you then, you don't allow yourself to enjoy your life because you're fearful of having to think about things or having to deal with certain situations that, you know, inflict anxiety. And that's, been something that I've really been trying to work on and kind of overcome and even just like getting to a workout class was so stressful in the you know the time leading up to it but once I got there I was so proud of myself because it was like it was such a beautiful studio a beautiful class I they were giving out like free tea at the end and like in the moment it was snowing, it was raining, I was freezing, I had to walk 20 minutes to get to my class, but I knew, like, even though it was, like, a little bit, like, oh my gosh, wow, the odds are really against me, like, it's pouring down rain on me, I don't have an umbrella, it's slushing, I slipped, like, 10 times walking there, but it wasn't, I wasn't frustrated, I was proud of myself, I was outside, I was in a new city, I was enjoying myself, and I'm like, look, I don't have an umbrella, I'm getting all wet, that's fine. It's freezing, I'm slipping, and people are watching me slip. This is embarrassing, but it was more so like, you know what, I got outside, I'm proud of myself. For some people, this literally makes no sense. Like, you're like, you did, like, you went outside, but I think if this resonates with you and you understand that kind of, like, fear of opening, opening yourself up to external factors, like, it does get a little bit scary and I think it's really easy for me to kind of like turn on this outgoing and confident person for work and like for things like this but like on the day-to-day -day, it is very difficult for me to kind of like go about my day because I am such an anxious person and I after every conversation I do think about it and I analyze myself and I worry if I came across a certain way and like it gets really exhausting to kind of just do normal human things because then it becomes like it's not you're you're not just doing the task you're doing the task and all the emotional factors that come with it so then you get into this like you just want to avoid experiences and you're like it's just easier to kind of like be with myself and not really leave my house but then that's that's really hindering your spiritual growth because you need to experience to then grow so i'm proud of myself that i got out and i went to a class a yoga class um and i'll do it again i'm gonna do something next weekend and we'll come back and we'll talk about it i think going back on like those past versions of maya and i had been working towards modeling for so long like i remember chapters of my life where I was in New York trying to get an agency and everybody was declining me and I remember, you know, not working at all and like my skin was really bad and being dropped from previously previous agencies because I wasn't working and like just feeling that though, like 
I would walk into these interviews or I would walk into these castings and these places not feeling good about myself, like constantly feeling less than the person next to me and being like, oh, she'll probably get the job. Why would I? You know, very much like insecure and just felt I didn't feel good about myself, but that's very natural. I mean, I was a teenager. I think I think everybody feels that way when they're a teenager. It's like a very kind of awkward phase in your in your life. But I think it's so interesting to kind of think back on that version of me that felt so badly about herself and it just makes me so sad to like have those images of myself like looking in the mirror and judging my body so harshly and judging the way I look look so harshly and just everything about myself was always so negative in the way that I viewed myself and even when it came to like boys and things like I I really felt uncomfortable pursuing them because it was just like why would anybody like me I don't even really like me and I feel so sad thinking of like a little version of you thinking so negatively of themselves and I think kind of doing these meditations where you have to like go back on a past version it's like so interesting to now be in a place where it's like I truly have fallen in love with myself in a in a maybe in a different kind of way and it's not solely based on looks I think that it's more of like having to fall in love with who I actually am at my core and like the kind of person that I am. I think for so long it was more of like this insecurity that was, it was stemmed from like external insecurities, but then it was also like, but I don't even have like a personality to bring and and something else to kind of combat the fact that I don't even feel good externally. And now it's like, I've done so much work internally and like have made it a priority to really like figure out what's going on inside and then allow it to radiate throughout. I don't know. I feel like I just think, I go back and like think on the, all like the versions of me and there's just so many. Like there's like this version of Maya that felt so small and so insecure and then like, you know, I I feel like when I was kind of starting to move into my first year of college was really when I was like, oh my gosh, there's this like, whole other side to life and there's this whole other side to me that hasn't really been set free and I was able to set her free and finding the confidence to wear different things and talk about the things that are important to me and like finding the confidence to just allow myself to explore different kind of relationships and like really feel that I you know I deserve to like be with somebody I really had felt for so long I was like I can't even imagine myself, you know, having a boyfriend. I can't even imagine myself, you know, feeling good about myself and feeling confident. And now to be in a place where it's like, I really have fallen in love with myself. And I really feel like anybody would be lucky to have me. (laughs) But not even in like a cocky way. Like a very much like, I think that we need to not make it like a selfish thing to like really feel confident and radiate confidence. Okay, we need one more topic. I don't know what to talk about. Ooh, um, we should get my pattern up. They always have something. They always have something that jugs my interest. 
Don't be afraid to clear out anything that distracts or exhausts you. This could include what you do with your downtime, how you rest or where your mind goes when you daydream. Ooh, that's a big one. It might also be a good time to review where you extend your compassion or who you decide to include in your life. I think that's a big struggle point for a lot of us. I think letting go of like your life in a sense of, you know, your present day life is not it's not easy to say goodbye to things that have made you who you are up until this point. And it's not easy to kind of strip yourself of what you know and kind of begin again and be alone again. And I think that's why so many people, you know, settle and stay in these relationships or these friendships where, you know, you do feel alone half the time because... <laughs> Because you're just in it to just feel like you're not alone, but in reality, you kind of are alone. The category is called Evaluate Your Focus, and it's this is January 14th to January 16th. I should be evaluating your focus, and I think that we should constantly be evaluating our focus because it's like where attention goes, energy flows, and I think I can always catch myself and understand what's really going on by where my mind kind of likes to go when it has free time to think. And you know, it doesn't really have a distraction or is daydreaming. Cause I think it's really important to kind of evaluate your focus. Where does your mind go and why does it go there? And I almost had to be very strict on myself the other day. And I told myself the past does not exist. And I feel like that's a pretty morbid kind of <laughs> way to put it. But it was also very liberating and freeing to be like, the past does not exist. It's over. Yesterday is over. An hour ago is over. My hair appointment is over. That reality does not exist anymore, even if I begged and cried. The only thing that exists is this present moment and our life going forward. And I think I have the tendency to get so wrapped up in what was and what could have been and, and getting upset and angry about things that have already ran its course, that have already finished, that have already showed the end result. Going back and, and thinking that me re-getting angry about them again will, will do anything for my present day self. And then I had to be like, the past does not exist it doesn't exist, so no matter how many times you replay it and rethink about it and, and go back on it and get angry about it again, it's only affecting you and, and now making your present day self living in something that literally does not exist. So I'm constantly catching myself in my little daydreams and where my mind goes and being like, the past does not exist. And I think that's where we'll finish today. <laughs> Bye, guys. I will see you next week. And I would have done something very fun. I'm going to leave my house. And I will tell you about it. 